right, Jay, put these headphones on. Oh, I love headphones. <laughs> it is another surprise. Now, remember I told you, after Zied, I got another former 90 Day Fiance cast member to reach out, record something for us. You did. You Do did you have any who? guesses who this could be? If I had to guess, I would say, oh, you said former. I was going to say Marcel because he's my new favorite. But It's it... not a current cast member. <sighs> I don't know. It was one of our favorites from last season of Before the 90 Days. Uh, is it is it Omar? Hi, Megan and Jay. It's Emma, Tom's sister. From- <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not very well at the moment, but you <laughs> You're so funny. And if you come to the UK, we can all go salsa dancing. What? But just leave Darcy in the United States. She's not invited. <laughs> and I mean it. Not invited. Tom's sister, Emma. Wait, we got an official invite to the UK. <laughs> she said, well, I'll go salsa dancing. I'm going to sit that one out. You can do the salsa dancing. Not my thing. Talk um, about keeping it real. She keeps it real. Yeah, she does. Absolutely. Hi, welcome to the Reality Bites podcast. It's Megan and Jay. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was all about the Christmas lights. So Give that's... me my headphones. Sorry. Back. Those are very expensive. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the Christmas lights. I uh, put up Christmas lights all Thanksgiving, basically day. Got a little turkey break, and then it was right back to putting up Christmas lights. Wow, so. okay. How was your weekend? It was good. It was, you know, listen, when you're on a keto diet, oh. there is no joy in eating meals anymore. So, like, Thanksgiving, no stuffing, no bread, no pie, like, none of that. None of the good stuff. I ate turkey, green beans, Brussels sprouts, and a stuffed mushroom. <laughs> Watched everybody else eat everything that I wanted. Uh, but overall, it was kind of bizarre because it was the first Thanksgiving that I have spent with my family since 2011. Oh, really? And it's not because I have a strained relationship with my family. It's just that when I was living in the Pacific Northwest, I would fly home every Christmas. And because Thanksgiving and Christmas are so close together, I didn't come home for Thanksgiving. So it was weird. I felt like, I don't know how to describe it. I walked around like I know you guys are my family I know we're all related but I don't feel like I should be here right now uh, so it was it was weird but wonderful but weird so anyways I came back to town and prepared myself for 90 day fiance here we are five episodes in still no Michael and Angela they have not made an appearance yet they are teasing that they will be returning in episode six we've seen some you know little tidbits they're teasing us of what's to come but I get the feeling that people really don't don't want them back. Everyone's kind of like, we already know what we're going to get with Angela, basically, and Michael, and like, come on, you can just do a webisode about that. We don't really care about seeing that. So where we pick up last night, we begin with Mike and Natalie. He is from Squim, Washington. He says, he describes himself as the beast, Natalie is the beauty, (laughs) and he has arrived in Kiev, Ukraine, because they have applied for a 90-day fiancé visa, but there's some sort of a holdup, and it could take another six months. So he says, despite the fact that I am in massive debt, I'm going to book a ticket (laughs) to fly to the Ukraine to spend some time with my Ukrainian fiance. And they're a fun couple. I like them. Like, they are very much, you know, in love. She's very bubbly. She's very positive, very energetic. She's very excited about the idea of him. That's what I wrote down. Really? You don't think she's really excited about him? Well, let's deconstruct (laughs) what happened last night, okay? So, the morning after he arrives, she's cooking too many tomatoes. (laughs) I was like, what I, mean, I didn't know that many tomatoes, tomatoes go in breakfast dishes. I didn't know. I mean, I've, I've had tomatoes, I guess, in an omelet before, but I couldn't figure out. Like, she was just putting them in a pan, 
and just <laughs> cooking them. I don't know. Maybe that's a Ukrainian thing. But they're sitting down to have breakfast and she jumps right into the I want a baby conversation. It was very awkward before you even start eating. And she was like, really kind of like, I got something to tell you and I don't know how to say it. I'm very nervous. And you could tell like he was kind of like, OK, well, yeah, like, what is it? Come on, let's get to Spit it. it out. And she's like, I want baby. Yeah. One baby now. Yes. Now, again, for someone who claims to be very religious, it doesn't right. seem like she has any problem with getting it on, which, I mean, I'm not judging her. Right. No, not at all. I'm not a saint myself, but it is an interesting dichotomy. Right. Because she seems to be so pure and innocent. But hey, let's get this baby thing. So after breakfast, they go and they have dinner with her friend, Sveta? Sveta? Svetlana? Svetlana, yes. Svetlana. Yep. And I do think it's it's a good sign that she has a good support system and everybody is looking out for what's in her best interest. Right. However, this is where things took a little bit of a turn for me because prior to this point, Mike has seemed rational and reasonable enough until <laughs> he starts talking about his belief in aliens. Okay, and I so, was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, I believe more like in like a higher civilization, you know, mm-hmm. like like aliens or something. Like there's something out there as old as the universe is. Mm-hmm. I think aliens are gods. I think gods are just kind of like misinterpretations of uh, what people, you know, think they've seen from back in the day. And, you know, their version of a spaceship, you know, they they, they portray people riding down in clouds and, and then disappearing off into the sky. You know, I mean, how else can you explain that? You know, it sounds like a spaceship to me, you know. Yeah, I believe in aliens. <laughs> you got to... <laughs> So you don't believe in aliens. Let's get on to that for just a moment. <laughs> Do I believe that possibly there is life? Yes. I believe it is possible. Am I wearing tinfoil hats running around spotting UFOs so, in New Mexico desert? No, I am so not. So to clarify, Megan, you don't believe that if there are possible life forms out there that they are not our overlords. I do who- not. No, I do not. <laughs> think that aliens are overlords he lost me there but even still it's like all right like i'll use our boss for example he's kind of a geek sometimes he's like he geeks out he has like nerdy everybody's got some like absolutely nerdy weird things about them it was when they went running together that all of a sudden i don't and listen i think she's a nice girl but my spidey sense was like this is a little glenn close fatal attraction for me oh really it seemed a little like you know, with the running, and she was like giving him a hard time, and then he use brought your toes. up use yeah, more toes, and then he brought up her ex, and then she kind of like well, what was funny? It was a weird personality flip. She, uh, I don't know. There's something about her that seems sweet, almost to the point of a little psychotic to me. A little, little, uh, you know. And listen, there's a big cultural difference, but I'm just saying, based on the previews that we've seen of what's to come, right. I'm not 100% convinced that Natalie is the angelic person that she has been set up to be. She went a little more in depth about her ex, too, about how he was ex-military. And obviously, he used to, like, own a business. And he was very successful and obviously, like, an athlete. And so, yeah, it kind of all seems like, hmm, as much as I like him, you know, he seems like a really great guy. Seems like a little bit of a downgrade from her ex at this point. Just a little bit. Just a slight. Just a little bit. Not much. And she still hasn't even seen Squim Washington yet. Right. And or all the massive amounts of debt. 
that he has. Oh I want to know how much it is. Or her uh, Uncle Bojangles, her soon-to-be Uncle Bojangles. Her soon-to-be. She hasn't met him yet either. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be another shocker. Uh, moving on to Anna and Marcel, our favorite beekeepers <sighs> who are not doing so well. They appear to be about halfway through their 90 days. It's been uh, 36 days. And where we first met Anna, she was excited. She was bubbly. She was, you know, positive. And man, look at her now. Things have taken a turn, haven't they? She is beyond. <laughs> Here we go. Yes, that's good for you, one, good Jay. One. I know you like those. Um, well, it could possibly be because he made a terrible honeycomb altar, and I can't believe that he would think that, oh, this is what a honeycomb looks like and being a beekeeper. what a terrible idea well, I mean, to build a honeycomb altar. Now, the, the whole, she was making the wedding favors and putting honey, that's cute. Little jars of honey for everyone to take. You guys are beekeepers. I get it. Getting married in front of a honeycomb altar, that's taking it a little too far, I don't think you think? Some would say basing your relationship off of beekeeping would be a little too far. That's what I would say. But So we have these two who cannot communicate with each other whatsoever. Literally. Not, not, not even figu- a little bit. Not in a figurative sense. What is the one word they keep saying? Like chokuzao yeah, or whatever that means, that means. Like really good, really good. Chokuzao. Like good. good, <laughs> That's a, good. That is very about good. the extent of their communication and with if we, each other. If we were able to pick that up this quickly, then you know it couldn't be that difficult. <laughs> she goes outside to see the honeycomb altar that Marcel has built. <laughs> it's not even interconnected. It's, it doesn't look like a honeycomb at all. I'm so not upset. at all. I'm so mad. And it's very small. I was like, that needs to be about <laughs> five times bigger than it is, Marcel, if you're going to, in fact, make this a honeycomb altar. So they start having a conversation, and she is so frustrated. To me, it feels very much like she's like, I don't want to do this anymore it's like a reality check at this point we're like oh shoot and she is living the exact fears that i had which is why i pulled the plug on my situation because whereas she went ahead and filed for the k-1 visa and brought him here and went through that whole process like she is living what i was afraid of I feel like you definitely have to schedule the wedding for day 90, right? Like, you can't, you need to take as much time as possible. Maybe day 88. I mean, I don't think you want to push it to 90, like, just in case something goes wrong. You don't have 91 days. So, so maybe like a day or two prior just to be on the safe side. But they are not even able to argue about the same thing. She wanted to talk about the fact that they cannot communicate with each other. And he's talking about her kids. And what a, problem, stupid. what a problem they are. Right. We really need to work on this communication. I try talking to you and I feel like you never want to give me any response except yes, no, okay. I don't know. I don't like that. <laughs> then, come on. I'm always talking. They are very spoiled. Spoiled children, yes. So we're having two conversations. No, the shindy talking boys yuck, Marcel. No, I'm not talking about the boys right now. <laughs> Comic yuck. I'm not talking about the boys right now. I'm talking about you and me. No, you're talking boys talk. I'm very annoyed right now, Marcel. We always talk about it, no. but it doesn't. Talk about what? Boys? Yes. I'm not talking about the boys right now. I'm only talking about your and my communication. Okay. I don't even know if I want to get married because you never listen to me. (laughs) 
Yes. You're just laughing at me. I'm done with this conversation. So she just gives up and goes back inside. He's standing there with a dumb look on his face. He's like, where are you going? You going You you going now? You leaving? And it was really weird because she's putting in the translator and he's clearly like reading it and responding to something. And it made me wonder, is the translator like not translating? Because even when you use yes, Google Translate or whatever, absolutely. it doesn't always translate exactly into whatever the other language is correctly necessarily. Mm-hmm, that is truth. And that's the first thing I thought because she was clearly like saying, hey, we have a communication problems. And he's like, oh yes, I know. And he's just like smiling and yes, yes. And and she's clearly visibly not happy. Can he not, I mean, if he can't understand her, can he not read social cues and her energy and her vibe, like her mood? You got to pick up on a little bit of that. She's clearly not joking around with you right now. But then we see her wedding dress shopping. And I'm like, man, she's still going through with it. All right, well, forging ahead, I guess. And I, I was going to say, I just felt like they missed an opportunity to kind of cross-promote another very popular TLC show, Say Yes to the Dress. Say Yes the, to the Dress. Well, like, ne- Bellevue, Nebraska is very far from <laughs> Kleinfeld in New Jersey. Also, probably very much outside of her budget, because I don't want to say anything mean, but... Oh, <laughs> uh, you're saying what we're all thinking right now. Anyways, she is there with her friend, trying on wedding dresses, and expressing her concerns and she starts crying not happy tears because she found the wedding dress she wants Mm -mm. because you can tell that she's like man this is not feeling right it all seems like a bad idea at this point and she's realizing all of the concessions that she's had to make as far as like drinking like you can tell she's a girl who likes to right good midwestern stock that's right drink some beer and you know throw down in the backyard (laughs) and i can appreciate that and i just from the previews that we've now seen moving forward where they're tux shopping and Did you see that scene? Oh my gosh, yes. It was like, I was startled by how blunt her kids are and how his reaction was like, if you don't want me here, I'll leave. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in this situation. Yeah, a couple that started out kind of so promising, because look at the two little beekeeping weirdos. (laughs) Like, how cute is this? Now it's kind of like, I don't know. All right, up next, Tanya and Sinjin. The couple, I mean... Has she won any points back for you? Absolutely. It just keeps getting worse, doesn't None. it? None. All right, so <laughs> they're both 29. She's from Colchester, Connecticut. He's from South Africa. He has arrived in the United States. Nine days ago. Nine days ago, they have started renovations on Tanya's mom's backyard she shed. Oh, my gosh. And here we pick up with them going to meet Tanya's family mom grandma Mercedes with the pink hair sister brother-in-law new nephew whatever yeah and the family I will say Tanya's family seemed cool enough nice enough level-headed enough absolutely and then you look at Tanya telling her family that she is leaving to go to Costa Rica for 30 days oh my gosh. in the middle of their 90 days, like which no- is not enough time to begin with. <laughs> like nothing about Tanya makes any sense. Like, at all. She's at just, all. I put down that she's not driven as she would like you to believe. She would like you to believe that I'm just very goal oriented. I'm very driven. No, she's just very selfish. She and- says she's going down there to learn herbal medicine <laughs> and she wants to be like the witch doctor of Colchester, <laughs> Connecticut. <laughs> And oh I can't gosh. figure out, like, why can't she do that after they get married? Yes. So what's the urgency that she has to go now? I, I don't know. Maybe she had a group on and 
expires or something. Hey, I don't know. Listen, you can't let those things expire. <laughs> Seriously, you got to use them or you lose them. <laughs> but Sinjin is saying, like, this makes me really nervous. Like, he doesn't know anyone in the United States. She's leaving him in a shed in her mother's backyard. <laughs> like, I, if I were Sinjin, I'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to go home now. Right. And I'll- maybe we can try this again once you figure it out. I'll be back in 29 days. That's right. Maybe she's leaving on purpose so he can finish the shed. Maybe she's doing it that way. Like, hey. She's like, hey, when I come back, move that bus. I'm ready to see the finished product. And her whole thing about, you know, the baby and the timer in my body and all that kind of stuff. Too much. I mean, yes, it is true. You know, biologically, a lot of things happen and stop happening as you get older. Understandable. But when you look at her, who's 29, and then we look at Natalie, who we talked about a little earlier. Who's 35. You got time, Tanya. You got time. Stop being overly dramatic and stressful. And too pushy about it. Like, so unbending. Like, this is someone who has given up their entire life to come to the United States. Maybe make sure you guys have a good foundation, a good relationship before you... You start thinking about adding a baby into the mix because there's one thing everyone knows babies don't fix problems oh no if anything it can make things they way worse them. Uh, moving on to robert and annie robert is 41 years old he lives in florida and annie is considerably younger and she's from the dominican republic now she has arrived in the united states they have been together for about a month yep they have two months to go before they have to get married and we've already seen a lot of tension between the two of them going to the secondhand store for shopping <laughs> and he doesn't want the clothes from a from a thrift shop robert thinks she's high maintenance and ungrateful and and then they go to a park and they meet bryson's uh, grandparents adult film star grandparents <laughs> by the way i followed her on twitter oh dear. And then I had to unfollow her. Really? Because I'm like full nude. Like I don't, that can't pop up in my Twitter timeline. Really? But see, so at first, the reason I followed her is because she was tweeting about the episodes and about things that were happening that we didn't necessarily get to see. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And then all of a sudden. (laughs) Oh, dude. What a surprise. A porn star does what a porn star does. But like, I thought some of that stuff would be censored (laughs) on like Twitter. (laughs) Right? I was, I saw, I've seen a lot. You've seen a of, lot of Stephanie. Of Bryson's grandmother now. Okay. Like, a lot. <laughs> so I had to unfollow her. <laughs> That's I was awful. like, that's going to pop up on my phone at the wrong time. <laughs> it really is. However, now we see Robert sitting down with Ben and Stephanie, Bryson's grandparents, having a conversation about what happened at the park. And I have to be honest with you, I'm on their side. Yeah, maybe they, she was a little too invasive asking about birth control, but this is also a guy who has five kids by four different women. Absolutely. And if he gets another girl pregnant, it's going to affect her grandchild. And so I kind of was like, forget what she does for a living i'm on team ben and stephanie i was on team ben a little i think stephanie came at it a little bit harshly like i mean it's if anything that's a conversation and attitude that you should be taking toward robert yeah not necessarily annie like it's not necessarily annie's fault that he had it's absolutely not annie's fault that he's had you know all these other children with all these other women so why are you going to antagonize her when you first meet her especially at least at least now maybe there were some things that were edited to look that way but but from ben's point especially he's like hey Hey, we which seems odd to me that oh we haven't heard not a word about this relationship or you and this lady even dating or talking and, and then all of a sudden you're like hey here she is here's my fiance right absolutely there should be some red flags and the other red flag is her eyebrow the left one the entire time the is up was, you want me to explain to you why that is why only one side is because it's only one side I took yep. several pictures okay so when women get Botox oh 
which I will be 1,000% honest, I get Botox. I did it this morning before I came to work. That's why... Your eyebrows look great, though. Thank you. But what can happen is if they get you in this one little part of your forehead, it causes your eyebrow to arch. And that's would be my guess is the reason that her eyebrows lifted on that one side. I was super distracted the entire time. Yeah, I know. know. What is going on with the eyebrow arched? I think somebody said she's... Stephanie is 46, maybe? She's only five years older than Robert? Yes. But the reason I think she looks so good for 46, hashtag Botox. Hashtag Botox. Because listen, once you start getting up there, the wrinkles and the forehead lines can really age you. And I am speaking from personal experience. Okay, well, I'll take uh, it from you. <laughs> Believe me if you say so. So then we see Robert and Annie go boxing together. And it's almost like this show is like, oh, they're going to go boxing. Let's see if we can find the <laughs> hottest boxing instructor. Who happens to be Latin. Miguel, looking like a whole snack. And here we have Robert. You know, listen, he's not obese. Right. But... Putting Miguel and Robert side by side, it was like a little bit shady. It was. Listen, whether or not it was edited to make it look like Miguel and Annie had chemistry, I thought he seemed like he was interested in her. I did too, but then when he did his like, uh, you know, his single shot interviews, it, he definitely seemed like, ah, uh, she seems like she's a lot to handle. I don't know how this stuff's going to work. He's like, out. I'm not a marriage counselor, or whatever. He seemed like he didn't want any part of that. They were interacting together. It did kind of seem like, oh, because in Spanish, the parts that didn't show in subtitles it was like, oh, well, what part of you? You know, you're from the city or the country. And right, she's like, well, Santiago. It's like, I'm from Santiago. It's the city, obviously, blah, 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 blah. And then asking her in Spanish, like, what her worries and concerns were. That was weird. Right? But she answered in English. Mm-hmm. So if I was, you know, Robert, I'd be like, hey, wait a minute. Y'all talking about me? Like, Now, they're still arguing over the social media and the pictures on social media. Right. This is still an issue a month in. It is. He seems very steadfast. He is not going to delete the old photos. It's still very much an issue for her. And I'd hate to see that be the reason. <laughs> I that, feel like that is going to be a reason. Though. It's going like, to be a big issue. I feel like that could happen with these two. They seem like they can both be very petty at times. Because and stubborn and unwilling to meet in the middle or come to some sort of resolution. Because at one point she says that she's going to put up pictures of her ex. And he's like, well, I hope that ex can pick you up and take you back to the airport. And it's like, come on, guys. What are we doing? Yeah, this is very petty very immature robert and annie go tit for tat the way darcy and stacy did on before the 90 days and and we've seen a preview where ben and stephanie are like how much would it take we'll write you a check to get you out of our lives so i know we're not done with the drama with these two yet things seemed a little bit better this episode than they were in the last couple as far as you know robert saying things are great between us things are going okay but a little bit but she did also say in the beginning of the episode that the robert's son gives her hugs and shows Which her affection was cute. and that's the part that actually makes you kind of like her it does is the way she is with bryson but then she tells you well bryson does this how come you don't do this robert and then robert's like well you are too complainy yeah and it's like ah you guys really are not looking good weird. not looking good weird together. which we knew from the beginning from i mean this isn't going to be much of a surprise when things don't work out between them uh moving on to michael and juliana again we have a couple that has a couple weeks into their relationship it's She's, actually only been four days oh it's been four days it's been four days it was 86 days until wedding that's what wedding see that's how you got to keep track of it yeah. and i never pay attention to I that wrote, part i wrote them down this you time. did write it down good <laughs> at least someone's paying attention <laughs> at least one of us knows what's going on here okay so juliana has arrived in greenwich connecticut she has met 
Michael's ex-wife, who, by the way, just got remarried. Did she really? Saw the pictures I'm glad media. for her, because I thought to myself, I don't know why he... Well, I mean, obviously couples have issues, and who knows. But from face value, I'm like, I see nothing wrong with his wife. And apparently, the ex-wife was getting a ton of flack on social media, because when she showed up at that dinner, everyone was like, oh, she, why didn't she do her hair and put on some makeup or whatever? And she's like, I own a construction company, and I had just come from a job site. She's like, I knew people were just judgy but she's like i had no idea Plus, and she is her- such an attractive lady that like right and it's her kids and her ex-husband like she don't have to dress up for them yeah Not a job interview leave her right. alone right so anyways michael and juliana we pick up they're gonna go furniture shopping because they are getting ready to move out of michael's apartment into a house that he has purchased for them all to live in now <laughs> we go furniture shopping and the first reference that Twitter had a field day with was her reference to watching SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Much like Max and Cece probably do, I know, Juliana saw some sea sponge and instantly thought of SpongeBob SquarePants. Which was kind of weird. She was really like enamored by the sea sponge. Like she was in, like this was amazing to her. Right, right. Now I get it. She grew up in a very poor village. She talks ad nauseum about the fact that she was very poor growing up. Very poor. But then we see her looking at a $14,000 couch, which, by the way, was a no. A capital N, capital O, ugliest thing I have ever seen. I don't even know where to start. Why they even have it in that store? store was beyond bewildering to me, but it was ugly. And here we start the conversation about money. And from what we know, they are, in fact, already legally married. Mm-hmm. But when we start talking about the fact that she bought a car just a couple weeks before she came to the United States, if you actually deconstruct her thought process, which was, I didn't know if the visa was going to be approved. And I thought, if it doesn't get approved and he calls off the relationship, I might as well get a car out of it before Absolutely. it's too late. I got to get mine. Before it's too late, basically. And the fact that he doesn't seem to connect those dots is a little bit startling. It is. And, you know, he said, oh, well, the car's probably just sitting in, you know, Brazil, just collecting dust. She's like, oh, no, my sister's using it as a cab. So, I mean, big ups to her for starting an Uber business. But why not just say, hey, you know what? I bought the car because whether it worked out or it didn't work out. Yep. I I'm figured, trying to help my family. I figured, well, this would help out because then, you know, we could use it to as a cab and try to make some income. And that way it could help just the whole situation out, regardless of what happened in the future with us. But she doesn't do that because yeah. in the beginning, we thought that she wasn't very materialistic. Right. But it seems as things progress, you're seeing a lot more dollar get, signs in the eyes. And I think you get very used to that very quickly. I mean, I don't think it takes a long time to be like, ooh, there's money. I can buy this. I can buy that. I can do this. And I feel like they're also overstating her model status because I was thinking, I'm like, wait a minute, wasn't she a model supposedly for like the last three yeah, wouldn't years? Wouldn't that make her quite a bit of money? Yeah, I mean, especially maybe not by American standards, but by her poor village in Brazil standards, she right. should be a little more well-off than the other kids in her neighborhood, it seems like. And you it doesn't seem think. like she's anywhere close to that. And she's yeah. upset that the credit cards are getting shut off, and she called him mean because he doesn't give her more money, right. and it right. just all seems a little hinky. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So next up, it's moving day. It is time to get into this house that he's bought. And listen, that house in Greenwich, Connecticut is probably a million-dollar-plus house, but Holy needs an update. Uh, that's exactly 
exactly what I thought. Holy I'm like, moly. I mean, for her, she loved it. Now, let's be clear. She thought it was amazing. It was the Taj Mahal of home. Right. She even said that her house was like the size of the master bathroom. But when I saw it, I was kind of like, oh, oh. wow. Mm. You didn't want to replace the carpet? Maybe Just rip uh, that carpet out, put some new flooring in. Maybe get some new, uh, you know, wood finishings or something. Update like, the bathroom. Like, it looks very 80s. It looked a little outdated. Yeah. But again, in that, in Greenwich, Connecticut, that house, everything there is expensive. And that's what I thought, too. Where we live, yeah, you could definitely do a lot better with whatever he spent on that. Man, Michael and Juliana, he gets creepier and creepier, and I start to question her motives more and more. (laughs) But hey, she's young and hot. Right. So I guess he'll probably be willing to uh, put up with quite a bit. All right. Up next, Blake and Jasmine. Day one. What is wrong with her? (laughs) Day one. What? Is her, like, is she a human robot? Like, what is wrong with her? So I would think it's very odd, but we met her twin, or not her twin. They're not even twins, are they? They're, Sisters, they're just they, regular might, s- they might be twins. They look very similar. They look very similar. I, I don't know if they're twins, but her sister had a very similar personality just in the car and in general, but I thought, oh, well, she's the weirdo. But then Jasmine gets here, and, and she's even acting- Even worse. Yeah, even worse. And I'm like, maybe they're both weirdos. Maybe that's just culturally how it goes in Finland. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if you remember this, but there used to be a TV show called Small Wonder and the little girl's name was Vicky and she was like a legit child robot and Jasmine reminds me of the character from that show. I know that there is this idea of of people being, you know, blunt and pretty direct from certain parts of the world. They are a different level. (laughs) So Jasmine has arrived in L.A. Blake has gotten a hotel room for them to stay in because he lives with his parents. And the night she arrives, she says she's tired. She wants to shower, go to bed. But we hear Blake talking about how great their love life is and how there's no problem in that department, which I'm calling BS on. Blake is a little bit of a nerd. I just want to put that out there. And so I think he exaggerates things to make it. it doesn't strike me as a nerd he strikes me as i mean his friends didn't seem like nerds to me they were, yeah they're a eclectic group of one or two nerds like, and i would say more cool. like an artsy la guy i guess i used to live in la and he was kind of the nerdy dude who really? kind of trying a little too hard to fit in with his you know really cool finnish girlfriend yeah. he was i've met a couple of dudes like that okay so we can agree to disagree on that because i don't think he's a nerd i just i think he's like the hipster la kind of guy he was playing with the cup and ball thing and then he took it with him like that's just nerd stuff anyway go ahead <laughs> <laughs> so day two he wants to have a pool party at this hotel right invite some of his friends to come meet jasmine and she is not on board with this and i feel like you gotta gotta know your partner a little bit unless she just has not alluded to this behavior in the, in the past you have to know that, okay, she's probably not the type who's going to want to meet all my friends and be in a big group setting right off the jump. Yeah. And especially after what happened the night before where she just came in and was like, I want to go to sleep. Maybe you say to yourself, oh, you know what, guys? She's got off the plane. She's not feeling real well. Let's try to reschedule for, you know, a couple, a, a, days. a couple days down right. the road. But I'm guessing they're not staying in the hotel all that long. So they got to take advantage of the pool day right. two. Otherwise, they're going to lose. <laughs> privileges <laughs> and listen i do understand the concept of jet lag i've had it before myself i think she was being way too over dramatic about how tired she was she seems to be the like a lethargic person 24 <laughs> 7 yeah, she actually she seems very low energy which is weird because the pictures we saw she's all excitable and like modeling and posing yeah, and like active and now strange she the- just seems like she needs some sort of transfusion so the friends arrive for the pool party and we have him order ordering his little pineapple mojito and she doesn't drink 
That was a twist. Plot twist. Plot twist. Absolutely. And her view of alcohol, like, I don't know, is that your view or are you just like, personally, it's not for me? I mean, hers is just like... I've never been like with anybody, like my wife or anybody, like, oh, you shouldn't drink or even with my friends, like, you guys do whatever you want. I'm just not going to... Right. Which, that's a normal way to approach it. Like, it's not for me, but hey, whatever you want to do. She seems to have very strong opinions about alcohol and people who drink it. And and so that's going to be an interesting dynamic. And out of nowhere, she's like, I don't feel well i'm going upstairs and just leaves him at the pool with his friends i mean i guess i have mixed feelings about it. if she didn't want to be there in the first place right and she's not drinking i could see her kind of being like i'm just gonna go up to the room and rest for a minute i don't i'm not feeling so hot but on the other hand it's also like that's so rude to these people who are really trying to like get to know you uh, yeah i agree with that but i also agree on his part again even if let's say you're gonna go through with the we got to make sure we utilize this time at the pool because we only have a day of pool privileges he had a lot lot of friends when you have like six seven eight friends and they're all asking you questions it's about this and oh you don't drink and blah 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 and it, it, it can be a little overwhelming yeah yeah and the friend was like well so what do you want to do and she's like uh, i don't know i just got here i don't yeah. know uh so then they go to dinner uh-huh. even weirder <laughs> and like just when you think this cannot get possibly any weirder they're at dinner blake's trying to have a conversation with her and she's like i don't talk when i eat and he's like, huh? Which feels like they would have had to eat at some point in right? the relationship before, right? She's like, I just want to focus on eating the food and then talk later. And it's like, that's not, I'm sorry, I don't care where you're from. That's not normal. And I don't want to, I, I definitely, this is not like a diss on anybody or like, you know, sizing people or judgment. But I'm saying like, she's not like rail thin, like model thin type right. where you would think, oh, well, maybe she's concentrating because I got, can only, I got to make, make sure I, only I can only eat take so many amount. carbs or whatever. Right, right. Like she seems like normal, healthy, just regular person who has to focus on eating and we eat first and we'll talk after save your questions for after maybe write it down on a sticky i don't know if i've ever seen a person on this show with less personality (laughs) and maybe she's just we just haven't seen it yet maybe it's been a rough first 24 hours but yeah maybe day two or three is when it really kicks off to be determined (laughs) let's hope for Blake's sake, that there is some personality hiding in there somewhere and that she doesn't actually expect them to eat all meals in silence because she needs to focus on her food. All right. Last but not least. Okay. Emily and Sasha. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. A lot of stuff has happened since last week, apparently. Since we saw last week, she had a baby. Yep. And he was excited and he cried and he was talking about how beautiful it was to see his son being born because he missed the birth of his first two children because he doesn't remember he was working or something (laughs) somewhere (laughs) somewhere but he does say that where he lives in russia it's not normal it's not typical for the guy to be in the delivery room normally it's just the doctors and the mom and the mom yes so he is there because he's translating and emily doesn't speak russian well enough and so he's there for the birth of the child and here we pick up with them six months later apparently six months later the baby is adorable Huge. It's a huge. That's a big baby. That was a big baby. But we see Emily, who's like, yeah, Sasha spends maybe five hours a week with him. It's been really hard because it's been 100% me taking care of the baby. Sasha's been at work all the time. So he's gone from 5.30 a.m. until 11 o'clock at night. We barely have time as a couple anymore. It's been really isolating being here. 
Yeah, you don't see Daddy a lot. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have him in Russia instead of going home and waiting for the K-1 visa is because I wanted Sasha to bond with him, you know, when he was a little baby. I wanted David to know his father, but, you know, um... Yeah. To her point, it's like, no, this is when you should be bonding and, you know, get him out of the chair. First of all, he was way too big for that chair. <laughs> it was a huge baby. But Sasha's sitting there on his iPad, ignoring the baby. And so she's like, come on, let's go for a walk. And, and he's like, oh, do we have to? Come on. Do we have to go out and do something <laughs> together? And so they're walking. And this is where I was like, he needs to just stop talking. <laughs> he's like, for real, though, just and if I were her, I would have been like, you need to STFU right effing now. I mean, I, I was shocked that as she's walking and he's like talking about, oh, do I guess I don't have a choice. I'd be like, no, motherfucker, you don't have a choice. <laughs> it's like, hey, I've had two kids before. You know what? Neglect it builds strong babies. Man, I. <laughs> That's how babies become big and strong in Russia. However, that all being said, they have their visas. Finally. They are all coming to the U.S. But man, when he was talking about how with his first two exes, everything's fine for a year and then things change and maybe that's how Emily mm -hmm. is. I was like, man, Sasha, this guy, you are not doing yourself any favors on this show. The writing's on the wall. And so in the beginning, when we pick up Baby's Just Born and they kind of go through the process of like three weeks, you know, two months, four months. And apparently Sasha didn't apply for the passport for the baby right when it was born he waited mm. for whatever reason mm -hmm. and it took a little longer well we see a preview for the coming up week and he's very emotional and doesn't want to leave he's sobbing more about oh leaving gosh, russia he really is then he was emotional about his watching his child be and it born. makes me think it was probably intentional that he didn't apply for the passport because he's really trying to prolong it as long as possible maybe yeah. if i can get the baby here for you know six months or maybe a year maybe we can kind of push it to the side and she'll forget or i mean i have to be honest i don't know if there there has been someone on the show that I have seen and have wanted to like reach out to her and tell her just to run as fast as she can in the opposite direction. Yeah. He she, gives me bad vibes. He does. And there are a lot of people that we kind of clown on and make fun of and, you know, poke at here and there, but he gives me bad vibes. Absolutely. All right. Episode six of 90 Day Fiance is coming up Sunday night on TLC. Angela and Michael supposedly returning. Yeah. We'll pick up, find out what's going on with them. And uh, one thing I was going to tell you that I forgot to tell you earlier. Okay. We got our first one star review and at first i thought okay well maybe they thought on a scale of one to five one being the best <laughs> right but no we and so i was like oh my god we have a hater and then i checked this morning and they have changed their review from a one star to a three star all right either that or the one star review got deleted which i didn't do yeah, i'm only guessing that we're winning over our haters there we go we're wearing them down jay come on in <laughs> water's fine you can find the reality bites podcast on apple podcast google play spotify iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts don't forget to rate and subscribe but do not give us a one-star rating <laughs> bye guys we'll see you next week